Blog Talk Radio. Feel my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Miss Cece Winans this morning. And uh, I thank God for good gospel music. Thank him for another Thursday morning. Waking me up, closing my right mind. I have the use and activity of my limbs, life, health, and strength. And um, I can't get into Facebook this morning because I don't know what is going on with it. But anyway, we thank God that he's able uh, to bless me to at least get into blog talk. After that hack, all kind of stuff I have to do over and over and over. Too much, but I, I, I have to do it. So I'm bearing through it. And I thank God I'm able to bear through it. Um, again, we thank him for another Thursday morning. Thank him for life, health, and strength. Thank him for blessing us to come together here to give him the first fruit of our day here as a group. Yeah. And, uh, okay. All right, Brother Louis, God bless you. All right, all right. We're praying that everything goes well with her eye and uh, that the medication is not causing her any pain this time, but comfort. And once she get to the hospital, um, you know, they're able to do something quickly that will start that process of clearing up the infection in her eye or whatever that is or whatever that may be. We thank God. We thank God. Listen, today I just got to be honest. I'm a little tired today. I can feel it. And uh, I just want to go straight in this morning with prayer and uh, a message. And uh, after the message, then we'll talk a little bit more. And I bless you to be encouraged. Uh, I'm, I was even looking for prayer. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for another Thursday morning. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for all you've done for us already this morning. Thank you for what you're doing right now and what you're going to do. Great and mighty things. We're your people, Father, and without you, we can do nothing. We're your people, and you said to cast your cares upon you, for you care for us. We come this morning to cast our cares upon you. We come this morning asking that, Father, you would touch and heal Sherry's eye. God, you know the root of the whole problem with it. We ask that you would move upon it right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, every evil and hindering and negative spirit that's coming against it today, we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake and Sherry's sake in the name of Jesus. But, Father, we're leaning and depending on you to heal her, to rise her up again, to see better than she has ever seen. We ask that you perform the eye surgery on both eyes, that God shall have 2020 when you're done in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory, we give you honor, and Father, we give you praise. I bring you a call and every listener before you this morning, asking, Father, that you would bless every household represented here, near and far. 
those coming through the podcast and the archives, move today in a mighty way. Father, we thank you this morning that we are on the right track with you. We're not perfect, but, Father, we're striving for perfection. And teach us how to strive the more that God one day will reach perfection in the name of Jesus. Bless us this morning as you would bless us as your children. For you are not only our Father, but you are our shepherd, and we shall not want. Move today by your Spirit for us, O oh God. We need you. Again, we can't make it without you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. We come this morning asking that, Father, you would bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Move by your spirit here. Bless us like never before right here, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, we give you praise. And, Father, those that in the morning are not in the mood for church, Father, we ask that you would fix their hearts and regulate their minds. And, Lord, help them to know to walk in the spirit is better than anything else. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Even the songs that that play, Lord, help us to praise and worship. Help us not to turn it off, but God, to endure in it. Yeah, to get in it. Praise and worship you. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. Oh, we give you glory. Well, we know that God can restore it. We know that God, he's in the miracle working business. And uh, they may be able to tell her some things that she can try to do to try and help it. You know, not that it's, you know, they don't think that it'll help it. I mean, they don't know if it'll help the eye. But, oh, boy, oh, boy. Because it was from the medication that she lost it out soon because she was, uh, having the wrong medication put in there, and it wasn't what they thought it was, but she had shingles in her eye. Yeah, so they should be liable for that. Ah, oh, man. But we know that God is able. He's in the miracle working business, and we declare unto Sherry 2020 vision in both eyes in the name of Jesus. And anything that's coming to stop it, we bind it up. Yeah, the very intentions of it. And cast it to the pits of hell in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God this morning. Listen, I wanted to share this too. Uh, I wrote blog. Um, were they charging for the callers and listeners? They said no, Metro, Metro PC and Team Mobile was charging because they come up with some type of new plan. And Blog Talk City asked them what, you know, was it and, you know, what could they tell the callers and listeners on their end, you know, so they could give it to their radio host. It's a lot of us that host shows. And so uh, Blog Talk told me that they wouldn't give them any information because Blog Talk uh, employees and Blog Talk itself don't use Metro PC or Team Mobile. For those who's using that, there's a charge. And this happened before, and I thought it had went away. But they back at the same craziness again. Yeah. Uh, so this morning, 
I'm praying that Metro PC and T-Mobile wouldn't let the calls go through because if the people paying their phone bill every month, it should be like any other phone, unlimited calls. Yeah. And you're not calling out of the country. You're calling from one state to the next state. So I would call, uh, if I got Metro PC, I would call them. If I got T-Mobile, I would call them and ask them, why am I being called, charged to call a number in the United States? I'm not calling out of the country. I'm calling from my state to another state. And I'm supposed to have an unlimited calling. Can you explain this to me? And I'm sure they will. If you find that information out, please come back and let us know so that we can tell other callers. Because a lot of people are not calling into the studio because they're charged. Yeah. And, and sometimes people can't afford iPhones and all this stuff, you know. So they they buy what they can afford. Some people buy uh, phones like Metro PC, and they charge them one flat rate a month. And that's what they do. Yeah. Some people get a lower plan because they don't do all of that. We do text and then uh, computer stuff. Yeah. Because that iPhone is simply a computer. Yeah. It's just a handheld, very small computer. Okay. So, so Jerry, is it, did it ask you uh, to pay or did you have any problems calling in? Just text me and let me know. Because I saw you here yesterday. I saw you here earlier this morning. So I know you're able to get it. Oh, you have to pay? Wow. I don't know. Hold on. I hope they're not charging people. A blog talk said it. Yes, they are. And that is a shame before the good master. How are you charging me? And I'm in this state, and I'm calling another state in in the U.S. Okay, she said she called T-Mobile. Okay, okay. All right. And uh, I, I'm going to need you to call them back and see what they say about that charge from calling from one state to another state. Because that, that's, that's not supposed to be, I don't think. Because it's the same, it, it's just a... U.S. phone number. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She said she called and changed her plan. Did you upgrade it? Uh, because maybe that's what they need to upgrade, but some people may not be able to afford that upgrade. I'm doing all I can to pay my phone bill. And see, this is what I'm talking about. There's too much... I've never seen it like this before. And I think robots running things. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I really could be wrong. But I saw this morning, uh, I don't know if you remember me talking about Al or not. Al is a robot. And they got Al making videos. Next, he'll be doing, if he's not already, he'll be doing websites. If he's not doing it already, he'll be doing Walmart, uh, your local 
grocery stores. You're shopping online. He's probably doing that already. And I'm assuming the hikers, they, they may start having robots. And it, it, it is just too much. Uh, I know the future is coming. And evidently they feel that the earth is going to get too bad. But the reason why, you're destroying it. And you're destroying the earth. Too much. You're giving too much into the earth. Yeah. I enjoy my phone, my cell phone. I enjoy the computer. But because mainly I use mine for ministry. Yeah, that's what I use mine for ministry. And the people that I mainly talk to, they're part of this ministry that I work. And it's just, if they could calm it down, because the something is not something. The government gave everybody cell phones so that the world can change. And if everybody got cell phones in the United States of America with all of these people, they got towers up here, then everywhere. Don't you think that's too much uh, electric stuff? Uh, electronic, I'll call it that, I'll call it. I think it's too much. And now that you let open Pandora's box, I don't know how you'll close it. Because people everywhere have gotten accustomed to cell phones. It's all over the world. So you can't put it back, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. It won't work. Um... Too much what they're calling smart TVs. Smart TVs. Everywhere you go, you you got it. You got TV. You got everything you need. Radio is not even the same, really. Nothing is. Food is not the same. I remember back in the day you eat and it was an automatic exercise because you had stuff to do. You had stuff to get done. A lot of things was manual. They hadn't brought it to the click and touch yet. But prepare your heart. Yeah, prepare yourself for what's coming. That's all I can tell you. Many of us will get to see it. Now, some of us, we may be going on. But then there's many of us who will get to see it. This new wave, new age move. I can't figure people out. They, and know what? They don't think about the long term. They think about the right now. People used to say they keep sending people to the moon, and when they go to the moon, the weather changes. They need to leave the moon alone, but man always looking for an escape. He always looking for something else. 
And if he seek God with his whole heart, God will lead and guide him. But for me, it's just like them building the Tower of Babylon. He came and confused the language because man don't have boundaries. He don't. He know no boundaries. This is why man is a pitiful creature. And without God, we're nothing. And without God, we're messed up. We are messed up. So we got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. When I tell you some stuff coming, coming, eh, woo, they already started money messing up and this and that and currency of this and that and bits and coins. And what in the world? And the enemy is no longer hide. He's really not. He's wide open. That Antichrist is showing you some things. But we don't believe what we see, and every new thing come out, we flock to it. We don't give it time. Every new thing hit the scene, we own it. I like gadgets and gadgets. Yes, I do. Kitchen, beer, I like them all. But certain things, time it come out, I'll run to it. They got a movie out now called Barbie, and, and, and men and women wearing pink. I said, just follow anything they bring to the screen. Whatever they bring to the screen, people chase behind. I can't do it. I'm afraid I might chase the wrong thing and I can't get back. I've chased after something that caused me to stray away from God. Because I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Hallelujah. A lot of things I don't understand, even in the spiritual realm. But I trust God. Lord, I don't know why, but I trust you. And I lost a desire for worldly things. All the uh, chasing after this and chasing after that. And people don't see it that way. When they came out with the Anaconda move, I think it was, grown people come out characters at the comic book. Adults. I, I couldn't understand. That's for children. But see, it just show you the, the mentality of the mind. I'm a full grown woman. I'm not going to run across run after Archie and Jughead. I, 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 I'm not going to play with Scooby-Doo. When I was a child, I didn't know any better. I'm an adult. I put away childish things. I'm seeking God now because I found out life is not what I saw on TV as a child. That was for only for entertainment. It wasn't even real. But God is real, and the things of God is real, and this is where I need to go to find out what's real. Oh, they have a lot of reality shows, but that's not what that is. That's not the real reality. Those are people that the enemy has taken their mind and that's the way they think. The real reality is this. Jesus is real. God is sending him back one day. And he's looking for his church. Because we're the church. We're the body of Christ, the believers. 
But the world will have you thinking this is reality. No, it's not. Now, I can't say that it's not your reality because the enemy has snatched your mind and you thinking it's one thing when it's another. In 2023, we pray that God protect our mind. Lord, keep my mind. Let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. That's what I need today, Father. We need it every day. Because when I tell you, that devil will have you running a real over worried. <laughs> Not just worried, but over-worried. And, and a lot of people, it happens to them, they blow their brain out. Who was it? Somebody killed themselves the other day, yesterday and day before. Yeah, because the enemy snatch your mind, tell you one thing when it's another. Who report will you believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. His report says I'm healed, I'm filled, and I have the victory. Hallelujah. Now, that's what his report says, and that's the report I'm going with. People don't like the truth, but the truth sets us free. Hallelujah. So look, this morning, uh, I don't know if this is a part of the Donnie McClurkin's uh, song you're sitting there over on the website. We're going to take a listen to this one. And when we come back, we're coming back with a message for today. We won't read uh, Joshua today, but we will get back to Joshua tomorrow. Hopefully, the Lord says the same. Hallelujah. Tonight, he comes to us as the anointed voice that is heard around the world, the inimitable, the one and only, Elder Donnie McClurkin. Receive him.
I'm going to get out of his way now, but you put your hands together, stand on your feet, and give honor where honor is due to a young man. Come all the way from Orlando, Florida. Leave his church. Leave his family. Week after week after week after week after week after week. And ask for absolutely nothing. I gave him a little tiny check last week, and I mean little tiny. He said, please don't do that. That's not why I do this. I do this because I'm a son, and I love you, and I love this church, and I love the gospel. So love him back, will you? Amen. You can be seated in his presence. Praise the Lord. Is it all right if I go a little old school on you tonight? Is that all right? Uh... Our church is about 78% African-American. So my church, there's never a quiet moment in my congregational experience. Uh, and <clears throat> at the more predominantly African-American church, it is, it is proper to have the scripture read for the bishop while the bishop explains the scripture. So I'm going to go a little old school on y'all. And I got Brother G. He's got uh, my verses. And, uh, and I'm going to have him read for me. Before he reads, you can go to Genesis chapter 13. I will begin at verse 14. But before he reads that, I want to relay to you. Thank you. I want to. Hey, Brother Wendell, how you doing, Pastor? I want to really just stay. You can stay right there and just knock me in the head in a little bit. Don't go too fast because I'm. I am still white. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> well, I, I'm 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 blacker than some and whiter than others. Paul said, "Lay aside every weight." that would so easily beset you or trip you from running the race God has for you. It's important that you understand there, and this is extremely important, that there are some things that condition you for the race that you've got to let go of during the race. When I was in high school and played football, I was in a smaller school, so we had to play all sports because they needed all of us. And so I was in track, and I didn't like to be in track, but I was in track. And in track, they would put sandbags around our ankles and make us work out with sandbags on our ankles. But when it came time for the race, what prepared me for the race could not stay with me during the race. So there are some things that are beneficial to get you to where you are, but cannot go with you, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me, where God has you going. Abraham is one of the men in the Bible that the scripture calls the father of faith. 
And I question God about that because how do you call a man the father of faith whenever Abraham saw the ram in the thicket and said, this is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Well, it doesn't take much faith to declare that he's Jehovah Jireh after you see the ram in the thicket. And God said, you need to read the book again. And so I read Genesis 22 again, where Abraham was tested. And the scripture says that in, a, in Genesis 22, that Abraham got down at the bottom of the mountain. And Isaac says to Abraham, I see the wood. I see the ropes. I see the fire. But where is the sacrifice? And Abraham said in Genesis 22, I think verse 8, he said, the Lord will provide. Come on, somebody. In other words, before he took a step up the mountain, he had already declared God is Jehovah Jireh. You have to understand that you've got to be willing to let go of some things if you're going to grasp hold of other things. If your hands are filled with yesterday's dreams, you can never grab hold to tomorrow's promises. You have to make a decision sometime that you're going to let go of your past and reach for your future. And sometimes in between, you've got to declare by faith what God is capable of doing, even when you don't see God doing anything. Come on, somebody. Not too long ago, I was on the Orlando Turnpike, and I was driving, and I was late going to Port St. Lucie, our second campus. I was late, and I was in my car, and I was on my phone, which had a Bluetooth on my ear, and I was giving instruction to the church in Port St. Lucie, telling them what to do because I was running late. When I made the exit in Fort Pierce, right off of the turnpike, I, for the first time I slowed down going through the e-pass of the toll, and I saw these blue lights going behind me in a, in a state trooper car. And I pulled through the toll and went into a 7-Eleven and the, and the police officer came behind me and the police officer stepped out of his car and he picked his microphone up and he said, can you put both hands outside of the window of your car? And I thought, now, you know, it's one thing for a police officer to walk up to you and do like this on your window and say license and registration and insurance, it's another thing for them to stand in the doorway of their car with their hand on their gun and their other hand with a microphone telling me to put my hands out the window. So I put my hands out the window. He said, now open your door from the outside. So I opened my door from the outside. He said, now step out of the vehicle. So I stepped out of the vehicle. He said, now he said, turn and walk backwards to me. So I'm walking backwards and I'm thinking, what the hell have I done? He done pulled something up on something. He said, stop. I stopped. He said, move to your trunk. I moved to my trunk. 
He said, put both hands on your trunk. I'm a pastor filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, do you have anything on you that will cut me or hurt me? I said, no. And he started checking my pants and stuff. He said, all right, you can put your hands down. Give me your driver's license and your registration. He said, slowly. I went and got my driver's license and registration. He said, do you know why I stopped you? I said, no, sir, I sure don't. He said, sir, I've been following you for three and a half miles on the, Orlando, on the Florida Turnpike. He said, you have been driving 117 miles an hour. He said, now, I don't know where you're going. But when you see a police officer for three and a half miles with his lights on, and you're going 117 miles an hour down the Florida Turnpike, we either think you're running from something, or you running to something. He said, now which one is it? I said, sir, i got to be honest with you. First of all, I didn't see you in my rearview mirror. I said, I promise you, I wasn't even paying attention. Second of all, I said, I'm a pastor of a church, and I'm late for service. And I said, it was my bad. I was on the phone telling my associate pastor what to do. And he, get, he said, mm-hmm. He said, you're a pastor. I said, yes, sir, I'm a pastor. He said, do you have any proof that you're a pastor? Or do you have a card? I said, no, sir, I don't have a card. He said, do you have any identification, like a certified identification as a clergy? I said, no, sir, I don't. He said, so you're telling me you're a pastor, but you have no proof. I said, I've got a YouTube. He said, you got a what? I said, I'm on YouTube. He said, all right, show me one of your YouTubes. So I pulled up Google, and I pulled up the YouTube, and I pulled up, I said, look here, Pastor Clint Brown. And I hit it, and now I am on YouTube, and he's just watching it. He said, mm-hmm. He said, well, let me ask you something. I said, yes, sir. He said, when, what time is your service here in Port St. Lucie? I said, 7 o'clock. He said, yeah, I guess you are a little late. I said, yes, sir. He said, what were you going to preach tonight? I said, the title of my message is, God can get you out of anything. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to say, come on, call those things that are not as though they were. That wasn't the title of my sermon, but when that sucker pulled me over, God changed my word. We'll push three people and say, God will get you out of anything. And so he looked at me. He said, i tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to follow you to your church to make sure you ain't lying to me. And so he followed me all the way to the church, got out of his car, and went and sat in the back. And I went from the back door all the way to the stage. I didn't even hesitate. I interrupted the praise and everything. I grabbed the microphone. I said, I wish somebody would high five five people and tell them, God will get you out of anything. God will bring you through your circumstance. God is able. Push 
Somebody say, I serve a bad God. You've got to understand that sometimes what God wants to make happen for you, you have to position yourself to be disappointed with some of the things you're going to lose in the process. And the police officer said, you're lucky I'm the one that stopped you. My mama goes to church. He said, but most police officers will arrest you, suspend your license, because you're 60 miles over the speed limit. I had to realize that there is a cost sometimes in stepping ahead of things and not being patient with God. In the chapter of Genesis, chapter number 13, I think we are. Are we in 13? Chapter 13. There is a turning point for this man called the father of faith who declared God is able to provide what I need provided. Next Wednesday night, if you're in this building, we're, I'm going to preach. Your miracle is in your grasp. Tell somebody, I got a miracle. And it's in my reach. How many of you give me 15 more minutes tonight so we'll go home shouting? I want to show you some things that you need to see. Because I'm here to declare to you tonight that December is a pivotal month. Don't play with the tickling lights and the Christmas trees and, the, and, and how pretty things look on the outside and the blow-up Santa Claus is in the front yard. This month is an exit month, and the way you exit is the way you're going to enter. And if you're in this building tonight, and there's a lot of folk that came up in here Sunday night hoping God would tell them what their address is, and I already know what my address is. And that ain't nothing against the prophet of God, but we have prostituted the word of God, and on Wednesday night when it takes true warriors to come to church, some folk don't want to come because they don't think they're going to get called out and told they're going to get a million dollars by next week. But I did come to tell somebody up in here, the devil's been beating against your head all year long. But you're going to tell that dog, I might have worked all year for this, but I'm exiting with victory in my hand. High five your neighbor, say I'm leaving with the victory. Watch this. Watch this. i got to hurry. That's why I'm going to have Pastor G read for me. We're in Genesis 13, and God is about to do something for Abraham. Read, read, Pastor G. Verse 14. Uh-huh. unto Abraham. Now, don't read it like a white man. I can do that. <laughs> and the Lord said unto Abram, uh-huh. after that lot was separated from him, Yeah. Lift up now thine eyes, yeah. and look from the place where thou art northward, yeah. and southward, yeah. and eastward, yeah. and westward. Listen to me closely. You have to understand that if God is going to take you out of the dimension of 2015 into a new dimension of 2016, 
You're going to have to be prepared to be separated from some people that you didn't think you were going to have to be separated from. I got two ladies in the back amen in me. There's some folk even in your family that you've been holding on to and God said you're going to have to let them go because they're standing in the way of your miracle and if you keep holding on, you're going to lose what I have for you. I want to preach this word for you tonight in the next 15 minutes. Here you go. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, a lot got to go. I wish I could get some help in this Baptist church. Come on, tell somebody else. Say, a lot got to go. Abraham is connected with a nephew named Lot who is about himself, who is selfish and full of pride, who has nothing but his own pleasure that he wants provided. He's connected with Abraham. And God says to Abraham, if you are going to get the blessing that I have planned for you in your future, then a lot's got to go. Watch this. The Bible says, G read it to us, that the voice of God spoke to Abraham after he was separated from Lot. Oh, Lord. How many of you are not hearing God's voice because of who you won't get rid of? Come on, somebody. You know you ought, to, you ought to start taking your phone out, your smartphone, and quit naming people by their real name and start naming them by their characteristics and who they really are. Name them based on liar, taker, come on, booty call, come on, loser, come on, somebody, come on, come on, somebody that's stirring up trouble, come on, call them trouble instead of Terry, it's trouble, instead of Julia, you ain't saying nothing. Instead of Larry, it's loser. So when your phone rings, you know not to answer it. You can disconnect yourself. Push two or three people and say, a lot's got to go. I came to tell somebody, you got somebody in your way and you can't see what God has for you because you won't get them out of the way of your vision. Because the next thing God said was, he said, once you separate from Lot, he said, now look to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Everything you see. Come on, tell your neighbor, say, separate, and then you'll see. I had somebody tell me the other day, they said, Pastor, they called me on the phone, they're under our covering, they said, Pastor, I'm about to give up. I said, why do you want to give up? He said, I just, I'm losing my vision. He said, I don't have any more vision. I said, you don't have any more vision? He said, no, I'm just losing my vision. I said, well, do me a favor. He said, all right. I said, is the sun shining? outside of your house he said excuse me i said is the sun shining outside of your house and i knew it was because he lived in south florida and i said i want you to do me a favor he said what i said go outside so he went outside i said you outside he said yes sir i said lift your head he said what i said lift up your head and tell me if you see the sun 
He said, uh, uh, yeah, I, I can see it, but it's blinding me. I said, but you do see it, right? He said, yeah, I see it. I said, well, you a hypocrite. He said, what you talking about? I said, the sun is 93 million miles from earth. And you're telling me you don't have no more vision when you can see naturally 93 million miles, but your butt wants to give up because five miles from your house is a church that you don't want to let go. They don't believe in what you're preaching. They're not backing what you're saying. You've been slaving for 10 years. It's time to separate yourself. It's not your vision. It's what's in front of you blocking your vision. I got eight people, amen. And I told God this year, and I told God this year, I said, as painful as it is, I'm getting rid of the people that have blocked my vision for what you have for me. And if it brings me down to 30, that's all right, 300, I'll just be like Gideon. But I realize if I don't separate, I'll never see what you have for me. Keep reading. Gee, I got to hurry. Keep reading. Watch this. Verse 15. And all the land which thou seest, uh -huh. to thee I will give it, uh -huh. and to thou seed forever. Uh -huh. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth. So that if a man can number the dust of the earth. Everybody say separate. separate. Everybody say seed. seed. Now everybody say stretch. stretch. I'm telling you what God's going to do in your exit. Watch this. He says that my seed, my, my seed, he says my seed, my future, that which is to come is going to be like the dust of the earth. Y'all ain't hearing me. No, 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 no. You don't know where I'm going, Pastor. Watch this. It's like the dust of the earth. Uh, I live in Florida. And, and, and I go through a, a, a cleaning place that cleans my car. And I can pull it in my garage. And it's spotless. But in my garage, no elements from the outside can get to it. It's parked in my garage. But the next morning when I wake up, I can take my finger and run it across my hood. And my finger will show a line of dust. I can clean it again and send it through the wash and have them wipe it down and have them armor all the tires. And the next day, in the shelter of my garage, I can pull my finger across the yard and say nothing. In other words, God says, I don't care what happens. If you learn how to separate yourself, realizing a lot's got to go, and you learn how to put your eyes on what I've called you to do, he said, you ain't going to have to worry about tomorrow. I'm going to make your seed like dust. It'll show up when you ain't done nothing. It'll keep showing up when you don't even know how to stop it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. I'll preach to this section right here. How would you praise God if you knew God was going to return to you stuff that you can't even stop? Is there anybody in here that's got a praise? 
I said, how would you praise him if you knew God was going to bless you and you can't even stop him from doing it? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, a lot got to go. Be seated. I, I got five more minutes and I'm done. Uh, keep reading, G. Verse, Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 17. Uh-huh. Arise. Walk through the land and the length of it and in the breadth. Everybody say, stand, stand and, step. and step. Come on, say it again. Stand, stand and, step. and step. He said, separate. He said, see. He said, stretch. Now he says, stand. And now he says, step. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. David said, I've been young, and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor is seed begging for bread, because he says, watch this, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. I came to encourage somebody up in here tonight that God said every step you take has already been in my menu. I've already ordered it for you, and there ain't no power in hell that's going to stop you if you keep on stepping. Come on, look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, you got to get to stepping. You know what I like? That word step in, in, in Psalms where David said the steps of a righteous man, that word step means incline. It means incline. In other words, when God tells me to step, he's always taking me higher. So I praise him and sometimes I got to fight some stuff on my first step. But then I can make it to my second step. And then I can make it to my third step. And then I can make it to my fourth, my fifth, and my sixth. But when it's over, I can look back over my life and say if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. I find somebody and push them and say, keep stepping. Watch this. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. He says, a lot got to go. Yeah, but that's my family. Got to go. That's my blood. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Watch this. It was Abraham's responsibility to separate from Lot. It was Lot's responsibility to reconnect with Abraham. But we got a lot of Abrahams out searching for Lots. Y'all didn't hear what I just said? Y'all didn't, didn't hear what I just said? I said it was Abraham's responsibility to separate from Lot and it was Lot's responsibility to reconnect with Abraham but the problem is we got too many Abrahams out in the bush looking for Lot but you got to wake up tomorrow morning look yourself in the mirror and say a lot got to go and if 
it doesn't return, it wasn't supposed to be connected. But if it comes back, it's because God found them and let them back. Bush ate people, eight of them, and say, a lot's got to go. I wish somebody would praise it. Some of your relationship. Tell your neighbor, a lot's got to go. Some of you are on the wrong job, a lot's got to go. Some of you got attitude, a lot's got to go. Are you here? I said, are you here? Lift your hands in this place. He said, separate yourself, Abraham. He said, once you separate, I'll let you see. He said, once you see, I'll show you that I can stretch. He said, once I stretch, you've got to stand and start stepping. Where am I going, Lord? He said, I'll show you. It's rocky. It's dirty. It's dusty. It's rough. But you've got to go. Yeah, but Lord, I can't leave a lot. He said, a lot's got to go. I'll take care of a lot. You worry about what I'm telling you. And I'll take care of a lot. I'll handle that. You got to keep stepping. Come on, lay your hands on your belly and say, God will handle my trial. If I pass the test. Here it is. Here it is. God... The Bible says in Genesis 22, tested Abraham. In Genesis 22, it said he tested Abraham. I'm done, Pastor, I promise. It's 8.23, but you did take up a little of my time. All right, watch this. I'm just playing. Listen to me carefully. He tells Abraham, Take Isaac to the top of a mountain. I will show you. And I'm going to separate y'all. And he says, it's a test. That's what he said. If you read your Bible, Pastor Bill, you, you're, a, you're a theologian. You've studied a long time. It says, and God tested Abraham. What you want me to do, Lord? Abraham, I want you to go and separate yourself from Isaac. But Isaac, that's, that's my prince, that's my boy. Abraham, yes, it's a test. Well, what are you saying, Bishop? I, I, I'm getting ready to give the mic to Pastor Bill, and he can he can finish it if he wants to. But this is where I am. Uh, in chapter 13, he separates Lot from Abraham.
then he restores Lot back after Sodom is destroyed. So what it tells me is this, uh, uh, Ashton, I'm not as smart as you. You went to college and probably on the dean's list or whatever, all that accolade stuff you did. I didn't go to college. But you went to English. You majored in English, I think, communications or whatever. It's, you know, you know, my daddy used to say, high kaflutin. Yeah, she's high kaflutin. Uh, let me ask you a question. Have you ever taken a test in college? You have. Have you ever been given a test of something you had never been taught? Wow. Mom! I hear it from my boys. I'm worried about my test. Oh, you want me to tell you why you worried? Because when you were being taught, You didn't apply the information because I would never test before I teach. Y'all ain't hearing me? Rod Parsley, it's a test. Am I going to make it? Yeah, you going to make it. God, why me? It's just a test because I've already taught you. The only thing a test will ever require is to extract the knowledge that you've already gotten taught. And the reason Abraham could tell, come on, it didn't write it in the scripture, but don't play with me. If you think Sarah said, see y'all, if you think Sarah said, well, okay, Abe, I guess you got to obey God. No, no. If Sarah's any kind of woman, she was scratching Abraham's wagon. She was being drugged down that road. No, Abe! Not Isaac! Her knees were being blooded. Her elbows were being stabbed to death. She was holding on with her last breath. Not my boy, Abraham! Don't take him, Abraham! He's all I've got! And I can see Abraham still whipping that old donkey, calling, telling Sarah, Sarah, go home. He's already proven to me that when he separates, if I'll obey, he'll give me back everything he requires. Don't do it, Abraham. And Abraham said, Sarah, you can't come alive. Gotta go. Hey boys, hold my donkey. Yeah, but Abe, we're your kindred. I'm sorry, you can't go. Yeah, but here's your donkey. He's the most sure-footed animal that a mountain ever knows. I know, but this time I've learned sometimes in my trial that a lot's got to go. Sometimes I got to let it go. Come on. Y'all ain't hearing me. Some of y'all old black folk. I said, I think I got to let it go. (laughs) 
Oh, well, maybe, maybe y'all know. I had to meet you here today. And you know the little ladies in the back, I'm going to miss you. I thought I had real black folk up in here. Tell somebody next to you, say, on your way out of this year, trust God and understand that a lot's got to go. Listen to me. I'm done. G, read verse 18. The last verse of chapter 13. This is it. Watch this. Stay right where you are. Read it, G. Verse 18. Watch. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Manre, uh-huh. which is in Hebron, and built there. And, and G, what does Mamre mean in Hebrew? Strengthened. From separated. To strength. But watch what God says. My last lesson for you, Abe. Because you got to go to Genesis 22. And you got to walk it out. So my last lesson is can you build me an altar? Come on. Everybody say separated. Say seed stretched. Stand. Step. Strengthen. Sacrifice. See, if God can't get it from you, He knows He can't get it to you. But when Abraham was willing to let a lot go, God earmarked a ram for the test in Genesis 22. If you're in this building, say, I'm exiting. And I realize before I leave, a lot's got to go. Be seated in this place. Listen to me. There's an envelope in front of you or behind you. I don't know where it is. But I want you to grab it and listen to me carefully. I don't want you to put money in it. I want you to put a sacrifice in it. A financial sacrifice. Not $30, not $37, not $77. That's not what God is speaking to my spirit. God said, tell them I want a sacrifice. What is a sacrifice? It's something I would rather keep. It's sacrificial. It cost me something to give this. But I realize on my way out of 15, a lot got to go. But in 16, God says, I'm going to give back what you thought you would never get back. 
Everybody get that offering in your hand. Get that sacrifice. Get that offering envelope in your hand. And never give an offering without naming an expectation of faith. On the back of that envelope, write down what you're expecting God to do. Some of you want God to do it before the year is out. And I'm trusting that God is able to do that. Some of you are believing something for 2016. I don't know what it is, but write it down. Write down your level of expectation. Aren't you excited when God says, Abraham, what I'm going to do for you is going to be like dust. You can't stop dust. You can't stop it. It keeps coming and coming and coming and coming. But Abraham, before I give you what I want you to see, a lot's got to go. Somebody say amen. Take that seed and hold it in the air. Hold it in the air. Hold it in the air. Don't ever come to church without a sacrifice in your hand. Don't ever come to church without a sacrifice. Hold it high in the air. If you're watching Heart TV right now, iHeart TV on streaming, however you're watching, you can give right now. Something has to leave your hand. You have to trust God with what He's already taught you so you can pass the test. Because God is a provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. And whatever you sow, you can expect to grow and come back into your hand. But tonight, if you want a lot, if you want a lot, then a lot's got to go. Because if you give sparingly, you reap sparing. But if you give bountifully, you reap bountifully. Lift it high in the air now. Lift it high and say, Lord, tonight, this is the smallest sacrifice. I'll ever give because I realize I'm about to be blessed. Press down, shaking together, running over. Now somebody give him a shout of praise in here like you believe what God is saying. Lift up your voice and declare. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Pastor Clint Black this morning. And... Uh, I thank God I was able to find that old sermon and uh, that's uh, Pastor David and Sion's uh, pastor. I think it is, as I remember. But I know that's where I got that particular message from Sion, I believe it was. And I thank God for you. want to give a shout out to Caroline in Australia this morning. God bless you, Caroline. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen. And uh, this is Sister Irene Cousin. And I thank God for these kind of people who get other people to tune in to listen. Yeah. And I pray that it blessed her in some way. And so, Caroline, I want to dedicate this song to you this morning. This is by Charlie Daniels. Anybody remember that Charlie Daniels band? <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to him uh, back in the day. So let's take a listen. The title of this song, Caroline, is Somebody's Praying for Me.
um, he loved us all. He loved us all. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whoever believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. And I'm grateful unto him. Thank you, Sister Irene, for uh, allowing Caroline to listen today. I hope she become a regular. I hope she tunes in every morning and uh, take a listen. Hallelujah. God has something special for her. And uh, we know that he loves her and we know that he's going to take good care of her. Hallelujah. So we thank him. We thank him. Listen, um, oh, we didn't quite make the cut this morning. I thought that would bring us uh, to 9 o'clock. But listen, if there's anyone have a testimony or have something this morning they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in and uh, share with us whatever is on your heart this morning. Hallelujah. We thank God. We're doing it early. We're doing it early. Um, also, I want to remind you that you can get the Living Good Daily book, and this book helps you to change your diet, and it changes the way you eat for the better. It makes you healthier. I was one who I believed in soul food. <laughs> That's just the honest truth. Fried food. Uh fatty foods, anything bad for you. That's what I liked. And I never thought I could eat healthy. I never thought I could give up food. I never thought, you know, uh, for a certain amount of days I could go without eating. What? Who does that? Now, we can fast, but we're not going to fast a month. We're not going to fast a week, yeah, stuff like that. But I prayed, and the Lord showed me you can do it. And not only that, he blessed me to run across this little book, Living Good Daily. And uh, Dr. Living Good, uh, he's the founder of Live Living Good Daily. And he talks about some things in the beginning of this book. I promise you it's going to just jar you a little bit and make you start thinking about you. If you love you, it's going to help you. But, but sometimes people have to get to the point to love themselves. And once you really start to love you, then what you'll do when you read this book is going to help you because he's talking to you and he's telling you the truth. He's a Christian. He's a believer. And you'll either find scripture in the book and the way he breaks things down. And I started eating. I love greens. I'm not really into collard greens as much as I used to be because I ate so many as a child. But I love mustard. Turnips when I could put the corn meal dumplings in them. But now I take the avocado oil and the onion, white or yellow onion, and I saute that until the onion gets tender. And I put celery, bell pepper in it, garlic, and then I Make sure the mustard greens are washed clean. And I put my greens in the pot and cook them. And when I eat these greens, it give me energy. Carrot juice. Yeah, I have a juicer now. And I can make carrot juice. I can make smoothies. With me, I had to start with digestion. 
because anything I ate, it, it gave me that indigestion. So I'm still working on that part too. But if your food is not digesting properly, then you're going to gain weight. So you want to make sure you chew your food enough that when you swallow it and it goes down into your stomach, it's going to digest properly. I don't care what is wrong with you. You can have cancer. Uh, you had a heart attack. I don't care what is wrong with you. We live to eat and not eat to live. I was eating to live. No, I was living to eat. I was living to eat. Every day I woke up, it was about food. But now I'm eating so that I can live. And that's what you want to do. So look this up. Uh, Good Living Daily by Dr. Living Good. He's over on YouTube and um, check out his YouTube videos. He gave me stuff for fatty liver, um, gallbladders, all kinds of stuff, diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever is going on. If you eat the right foods, it's going to take care of that. Uh, he talks about sugar. And another lady had, because I'm looking at healthy videos now. She shared that sugar, our bodies wasn't designed for that. So when you put foreign things in your body, it, it causes you to gain weight. And then it causes a breakdown of your body with ailments of different things. So I'd like to share this because I'd like to see us all become more healthier. And we pray for each other that we will stay on track and stay on course. Because this what got me into him. I seen a video and he just simply said, if you go to the doctor and you tell him what's wrong with you, let's say diabetes. And he tell you, well, you got to stay away from carbs and sugars and I'm going to prescribe metformin. I'm going to prescribe this and that. He said that is not a good doctor because he's not telling you what foods to eat to cure it. He's giving you a, a, a Band-Aid to put on top of the diabetes, but he's not giving you what will heal it, what will cause it to go away. And when I listened to him, I said, oh, yeah, I don't want to be on medications. I hate them. I don't come off a lot. This has happened within the last, I want to say, two or three weeks. I'm, I'm down to two medications. I had about seven, I think, maybe eight. But I stopped taking other stuff, and I'm down to two. One for the knee and one to keep the blood sugar low. So in a minute, I'm coming out with the blood sugar, and they even sent me a test from the uh, insurance company because almost two weeks ago, my blood sugar was really high. It was spiking. So they wanted to see. And so now when I send this blood test in, it's going to be so low until they will be shocked at how fast I got it down. But it all starts with eating. And I remember in Genesis, I don't, I don't see meat or eat, but I see nuts and berries and fruits and grass, you know, green things, herbs and stuff. So I just wanted to share that with you this morning. All right, Minister Shonda, I am coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Can you hear me, Minister Shonda? Good morning. 
Delay is not denial. For two years, I have been waiting to go back, not in the jail, um, but in a prison uh, up in Maryland to minister and share the good news of the gospel with the women in uh, a prison in Maryland. Two years, I'm like, it's not, oh, my goodness, when is it going to open up? And then I went online and I read that may not open up because of COVID. But um, a few weeks ago, I was told, maybe a month ago, it's going to open up. I put in my application. So if it's the Lord's will for me to go in that prison one Saturday a month, he will open the door. Two years, and now I'm submitting my application um, to uh, get in. And, and I hope I told the Lord it's my desire to go. I want to go. I want to share the good news of the gospel because time is winding up, and I just can't be distracted anymore. I got to share the good news and be about God's business. So um, that's my testimony. I just thank. God, for Jesus in the morning, I'm thankful for you, evangelists, and your love for all the listeners and your love for me. I don't take it lightly. I thank God for it. I pray he bless you, um, what you're doing, your service this weekend. I pray he bless it mightily. I prayed that yesterday and uh, because you're doing the Lord's work. God bless you all, and I hope you have a wonderful, prosperous, Good Thursday in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Minister Shonda. And uh, thank you so much. And that's what we got to do. In all things, be thankful. If you don't do nothing else in the morning, when you first open your eyes, tell God thank you. Hallelujah. If you don't tell him thank you for what? Just say, Lord, I thank you. That's a prayer. And that's acknowledging him right off the bat. I'm coming at you, Sister Jerry. We have plenty of time this morning, plenty of time. But, uh, yeah, that's what we need to do. Give God thanks. Thank on him. Thank on him. Because if you give God just a, a tad bit, as much as a mustard seed, that's real tiny. A mustard seed is very tiny. And if you just thank on him, if you don't say nothing, just thank on him, God will come in and bless you the more. You will get to see you. Your day will change. It will go better if you give God just a little bit. But I like to give him the first fruit of my day. I like to give him everything that I can because he's worthy. He's been so good to me. It wasn't the world. It wasn't I'm so smart. No, none of that. No. His grace, his mercy, and most of all, his love for me did it. Because I began to seek him. I began to trust him with my whole heart and lean not to my own understanding. And all my ways, and I'm still learning to acknowledge him. He's going to direct my path. I don't want to be wise in my own eyes. I want to fear God and depart from evil. Yeah. And he come in and he take everything up. The songwriter said, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Singing glory, hallelujah, Jesus lifted me. 
He said, Satan had me bound, but Jesus lifted me. Yeah, because when we're, when we're not allowing God to be the God of our lives, Jehovah to be the God of our lives, then we're bound to the things of Satan. We're bound to our flesh. Yeah, whatever we thinking, we think that's the way, but no ma'am and no sir, it's not the way. Yeah. If we allow God to come in, speak to our hearts and minds, and you'll know, you'll know. Don't give up. The enemy going to, oh, God is not real. Oh, this and that. No, don't listen to that. That's a trick of the enemy. Get you a, 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 a believing scripture. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Go to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Stay in these scriptures. Grow in faith. You can grow to trust God. Well, see, Barbara, you don't understand. I couldn't trust my dad. I couldn't trust my uncles. I couldn't trust my mama. I couldn't trust the teachers. I couldn't trust nobody. God is not like people. He's a spirit. <laughs> so he can be there with you, here with me, and everywhere else because the earth is his. The fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Thank God for you, Minister Shonda. Give God thanks. He's worthy this morning. So worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to this next uh, request this morning. I had to find it again because the vault is full. I just, they let it flood it in and I'm keeping it in. I'm not taking no songs out if I can help it. So listen, let's take a listen to this one this morning and I'm going to dedicate this to everybody. Put your hands together.
encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Coming at you right now, Sister Jerry. I'm going to mute your mic, Minister Shonda. I'm coming at you right now, Minister. I mean, Sister Jerry. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Evangelist Barbara. Good morning. May God bless you as well. I just want to say, Father God, I'm praying for Sister Sherry. Lord God, touch and heal. Because I know you healed a blind man at birth, so I'm going to believe that all things are possible through Jesus Christ. I want to believe for Sister Shonda that whatsoever she desires, God is there for her as well. Because he is a God of giving. He said, delight yourself in me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. So he's not a lying God. And Sister Barbara, thank you for reminding me that we don't need to kill ourselves by what we put in our mouths. On my birthday, I bought me a huge chocolate cake, a chocolate cake like a sheet cake, because I'm celebrating me. I took one bite out of it, and I got so sick, and you know I live for sweets. But I have not had the sweets. God took that desire from me, because I prayed. I said, oh, Lord, I'm sick of eating sweets, and I I, I want to do right, Lord. So one night I went to sleep, and he said, you really want to give it up? Yes, you want to eat these vegetables? Yes. I have now started eating things like baked chicken and the green beans. and the, I, I haven't had anything fried since. But I love the sweets. Oh, I live for the sweets. Somebody, you can carry his Oh, thank you. I go to screaming because you're bringing me the sweets. But, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Okay, did, oh, did we lose you, Sister Jerry? I think the call dropped. Okay, call back in, Sister Jerry, and I'll bring you back in. While we're waiting on her to call back in, good morning to you, Brother Anthony. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. Good morning to you again, Caroline. Good morning to you, Sion. Good morning to you, Pastor David. Good morning to you, Sister Rita. God bless you. Happy birthday. Belated birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Sister Rita. Happy birthday to you. Wasn't that beautiful? You know they want me in, in, in at the Grand Ole Opera to sing all these songs. <laughs> Can't sing a lick. Thank you so much. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Hello, Good Bobby. To, yes, I'm here now. Good morning to you again, Minister Shonda. And we you back, Sister Jerry, you went out. I don't um, know. See, when you start praising God, uh-huh. And praying for us, things go to happen. But I thank God anyway. Yes. Because I count it all joy. Amen. 
And Amen. one more thing, Sister Barbara. Go ahead. If we have time. Yes, we do. God is good. Mm-hmm. He He won't let us stay in the wilderness too long. Mm-hmm. But thank God I went to church with you on Sunday, Barbara. I, I didn't want to go. I just was all over the place. Things I happened to been up all night. But God took me by my hand, and he led me into the place, coming to the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He brought me in. I said, Barbara, I'm a fall down. I had every excuse in the book. But, Lord, I thank you for Sister Barbara. She's just not talk. She will come to your aid because she is truly a servant of God. There have been times I didn't know my freezer was empty. I don't know how Sister Barbara knew. I'm not ashamed to say I needed food. Out of nowhere, Sister Barbara said, Jerry, I'm bringing you this food. I didn't even have to tell her what I needed. She didn't just bring me some junk. She bought me shrimp. She bought me chicken. She bought me meatballs and hamburgers. I mean, she bought at least $100 worth of groceries. I can't thank her enough. And then I had groceries delivered to me, and Lord allowed Barbara to see grocery in my freezer. She said, woo. I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Barbara. When you pray, God will give you so much you won't have room to store it. She said, we don't have enough room in here. I know it. Look at God. I'm not saying that I don't need assistance because I do. But I feel sometimes like I wear Sister Barbara. I, oh, Barbara, I got to go to the doctor. Oh, Barbara, I'm in this house depressed. Next thing I know, Sister Barbara coming in in the house. Coming to the house. Let's give God some praise and thanks. When he, I don't know how Sister Barbara knows it when I'm sitting over here. Weeping and weeping and weeping. Here, call Jerry. What you doing? No, we start praying and she make me laugh. And I said, Barbara, you need to slow down. You're tired. It's it's. I it, I I'm just taking up too much. I feel guilty. She's getting around, walking better than me, and I know her knees hurting her. But then the devil tried to show me. Oh, God, gonna always help her, but not you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I went to the doctor, and now the doctor going to give me the same kind of shot she gave me to Barbara. I went on my knees and prayed. God took the same thing for me that he did for Sister Barbara. Now, I wasn't into all the vegetables with the smoked meat and all that. But, baby, I could kill a whole pound cake in one day. Thank God for people like you, Sister Barbara. For you are good and you are Truly a servant of God. Thank God for Minister Shonda. And thank God for your daughter, Shantae. Barbara, she's good. She is so good. And I thank God for Shantae. I thank God for Brother Lewis that shoots you the scripture. And I thank God for my life. Because there have been times I just want to give up and say, Lord, I can't do this no more. 
I'm a burden to everybody. Yes, God had to shift and move some things out of my life, but it was for my good. And I just want to say thank you, Baba, for getting up for Jesus in the morning. Thank you for popping up over here when I'm in trouble. And I get in some trouble over here. And you say, Jerry, that's got to go. You can't do this no more. I'll try not to listen to her. But then in the end, when I listened to her, she was right. Don't give up on God, God, people. Please don't give up on him. Because I've been in a bad situation, falling down, urinating on myself, couldn't get up, falling out the bathtub. But there's nothing so bad that God can't fix. What he done for others is my belief he'll do it for me out of nowhere. And, Bob, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend, but you're my counselor. When I'm wrong, and that's how you know you got a good friend, when you're wrong, she'll say, now, Jerry, that wasn't right. And yada, 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 yada. I'm sorry, Papa. But, you know, I, I get angry. Yes, Jerry, but I'm praying with you. Stop it. But Bobby know who I am, and God does too. I'm the daily person I have to go to the personal office. I must be someone of authority every day. So God says, take me as Miss Tillis, not Jerry. Because you're one of my children I have to work with daily. I have to put the prayers in my ears so I go to sleep. Every night, I find I can't even go to sleep if I'm, if I'm not putting Matthews or Hebrews in my ear at night. And through Matthews, I'm learning who David was and where he came from. How can you follow David's songs if you don't know nothing about him? He's just his son, Jerry. David's got two sides to him. he got a good side and a bad side. So that makes David human. Some of us say we ain't got but one side. We just go in. We don't do nothing wrong. I don't care if it don't come out your mouth. It's in your heart. So today I thank you, Barbara, and I'm sorry I took up so much time. And everybody have a blessed day. I hope you're hearing me because my phone is acting up. Uh, I talked to Team Mobile about those rates. And this is what I said, and I hope it helps someone out there. I said to T-Mobile, I've been with you all since 1980. Well, it wasn't T-Mobile, it was Sprint. And Sprint merged over to T-Mobile, and things went crazy. But it's okay. It's going God's way. And I said, I've been with you all long enough that I'm over 50, and I deserve the 55 plan. I've been with you all long enough that I shouldn't have to pay for a long-distance call because maybe it's time for me to change carriers. The lady said, wait, 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 Miss Crowd. We can grandfather. So today she's calling me because she's going to grandfather me in that I won't be paying to come get some Jesus in the morning bread of life. So I hope that helps someone out there that's having to pay 
and they're going to reimburse me my money. I'll just take charge of it. I'll pay, I'll pay, I'll pay. But they're going to reimburse me my money. I didn't say anything to Sister Barbara about it because I said, you know, Lord, this must be what you want me to do now. No, God said, my word is free, called spread. So I did because his word is free. So I thank you, Sister Barbara, and if I got off track, everybody, I apologize. But I God love you, Lord. Amen. God bless you, Sister Jerry, and it is all right today. I want to ask the, uh, I'm going to mute your mic, Sister Jerry. I want to ask the um, intercessors to lift up uh, Robert Aaron's family. Uh, his sister's granddaughter passed yesterday morning. And so he uh, sent me a message over on Facebook that the young lady had passed away. So we want to keep that Aaron family and keep them lifted in prayer. And uh, because he always requests prayer, he can tell me something. Hey, this and this is going on. And pray for me and my family. He always put that in there. And I had to be truthful with him at one time, too. And I know... He didn't like it at the time, but eventually he had to accept it because it it was what it was. I couldn't change it. He couldn't change it. And God had already allowed it to to happen. And so we accept what God allowed. We're better off anyway, I promise you that. We are better off if we just accept what God allowed and just ask him to give us strength. Lord, strengthen me. Yeah. Strengthen me so that I can accept what you allow. Strengthen me while I'm accepting what you are allowing. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Seal it. Seal the deal. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Because, see, he's the mediator between us and God. And if the son brings the petition, he's going to answer it. Because the son is not going to bring no foolishness. And he's not going to bring nothing that's amiss. Yeah, he's only going to bring what is pure before God, his father. Hallelujah. So we pray from a sincere heart. And if we all start with us, fix me, Lord. I'm broken. Fix me. Many days, I really don't know which way to turn. I'm just blundering through this life. God, I want better but I don't know how to get better. I don't know what else to do. I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to that. Lord, break the curses that's keeping me bound in Jesus' name. Sometimes all you got to do is yell out, Jesus, and the Lord will come. Many times you don't even know he's there. He comes, and he's looking, and he see what needs to be fixed, not repaired, but fixed. And once he fixes it, it can't get unfixed unless you don't want it no more. Everything I have, the only way it go away is I desire not to have it. If I don't want it, he will let it go away. But if he gave it to me and as long as I want it, I'm going to have it, even life. Hallelujah. And I'm just thankful that I know him for myself. And I refuse to allow the devil to trick me out of the blessing of faith, the blessings of believing in God. 
believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, which is constantly, always continuing to seek him. Hallelujah. Amen goes right there this morning. I feel all right right there this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to give a clap. I thought that was so cute. I forgot I downloaded it. And see, when the, the full song walk came back, all of these things that I had forgotten about was written out. So I like that clap. There's some other things in there eventually I will find. And on tomorrow, it's Testify Friday. And we want to testify to the goodness of the Lord. And we want to talk about the book of Joshua. And we, I, I believe we'll be in the eighth chapter of Joshua tomorrow. But we're getting to see God sent the spies out. And they would have killed him. But God raised Rahab, the harlot, the whore. He raised her up. And she protected the two spies. They were able to go back and give Joshua a report. These people were going to come out to fight them. God told Joshua what to do. <laughs> and everything worked out for their good. And it's the same way with us. God has given us whatever. But sometimes we got to go through to get it. The fullness of it. To keep it. Because I believe this. I believe God believe in working. Because in the beginning he created, he come working. And what he give us, sometimes he'll just give it to you and it's solid and that's it. Then sometimes he'll give you things and we got to do a little bit to get it. We got to do some work to get all of the finished product. And I don't mind. <laughs> because I know once it's done, Excuse me. What he has given me is mine. No one can take it away from me. Great things. He give houses, cars, all of that. Yeah. Money, groceries, insurance payments. He give all kind of things. Which brings me to this right here. I am selling dinners for $15. And what I'm selling these dinners for, I really want to be a blessing to this faithful few that faithfully comes to Jesus in the morning. Things are extensive. Some people are going through what it wasn't going through before, but things are so expensive now. Until many need help. So I don't, I, this is not just for any and every old body. I'm sorry. I got to be especially good to the members of the household of faith, which is the church, which is my close brothers and sisters. And so that's who it's for. If you're a believer, then we can bless. So I wanted to raise money to have on hand. So uh, like one of our sisters, she called me and someone was supposed to pay, and her family was supposed to pay her electric bill. And they didn't pay it. And so she didn't have the money to pay it again. And it's not very expensive. And she showed me she paid her bills and paid her bills on time. But she was sick, went in the hospital, and she trusted somebody else to pay the bill, but they didn't. 
So I told her today, I said, you call me in the morning after the show. And if that bill is not paid, I'm going to pay. You see, stuff like this. We're not just throwing money to the wind because somebody comes and says, well, I need. No, it's not like that. The proof will be in the pudding. God is always faithful to me about that because he know the very intent of my heart. And then he know I've been gullible before. I just just give it, give it, that he and him. No. So he showed me, he had to teach me, and I had to be willing to learn and then obey what I was taught. So the dinners are $15, or you, you get two hot dogs. And so a lot of people have uh, been buying the dinners for me to give them away. So I'm giving them to people who are sick, you know, can't walk, can't get up, can't cook, uh, homeless people. I'm giving it to them. Uh, you know, somebody that I know working, they don't get food stamps, and they're struggling. And it may be three of them in the family, four of them. Those type people can get the meal. And so the menu is... Uh, turkey wings, fried chicken, yellow-white rice, the gravy off the turkey wings, green beans, cornbread, and I think the green beans have potatoes in them, cornbread, pound cake, or drink. What comes with the two hot dogs, the chips, and the drink, you can get either a slice of pound cake or you get a brownie. So this will be happening Saturday and this Sunday. Nikki is helping me. And on Sunday, I will be at the prison Sunday morning until Sunday afternoon, about 3. Then I head on in, and if she haven't finished up, then I take up her slack. But she's helping me to cook. She's helping me to deliver the dinners. A lot of workers involved, and if it wasn't for her, where would I be? <laughs> God bless me with her, and uh, she's been a big help. She's like my daughter. A lot of things I be wanting to just get a cast iron skillet. Hold your head down, Nikki. I'm about to knock brain in you. But I feel like Nikki uh, is my daughter, my biological daughter. And there's nothing I ever ask her for that she don't do. Yeah, you know, if it's within her power. Or if she have the time, because she have a family too. And so I thank God for her always, you know, coming to the rescue to help me with tangible things, hard work. Yeah. And so I'm grateful unto him. I, I tried to have more people, but some people, they want to run everything. You know, they want to run the whole show. Now, we work together. This is not about what you can do. Because people don't even really like what you do. I'm just honest this morning. So I thank God for Nikki. She's humble. She's uh, teachable. And then she, I'm teachable. So she can teach me and I can teach her. Hallelujah. And so I'm grateful. So look, um, if you want to purchase a dinner to donate to someone, well, not donate, to give, to give to someone, that would be the money sign 1727. The C in cash is uppercase. The N in now is uppercase. Back in the day, we called them capital letters. 
So that's money sign, cash now, 1727. And so you send that to me. I'll see that you um, sent it, put your name on the list, and then I will um, assign it, you know, to either homeless, sick, or wherever it should go. I had a schoolmate. He and I was in fifth and sixth grade together. <laughs> his name was Mr. Alfonso Bank. <laughs> and I knew his family. And his mother was real kind to me. And uh, he had a brother. We used to call his brother Spider Bank. That, he was in a wheelchair ever since I've ever known him. Slick as grease. Always got something smart to say. And, um, uh, one day I told him something. I said, you know what? You need to get right. I said, because somebody in a wheelchair doing all of this evil, you need to get right. He told me, I'm going to remember that here. I'm going to work on that. I'm not joking. I'm and we became all right from that point. So he was in Dial Street. I took some money over to his mother for him. And she explained everything. You can't come back to my house, this and that, Barbara, Barbara, this and that. And so I was, you know, just happy to get that little bit of time to talk to her. And uh, she passed away, and I didn't know it. Because had I known, I, I, I would have had to be there for Alfonso. And so he sort of, I put it on Facebook about the dinners. And he saw that. He came and bought four right quick. I said, thank you so much. He said, thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this. I was like, wow, look at this. I, I put something out there. I think it was about scriptures, and he came and he was explaining. I said, "Oh, yeah, I knew I knew Miss Banks made sure you went to church and learned something in Sunday school, and even as a man, I know you done been and and you know God." And I was very happy. I said, "I see you showing up, Banks. I see you showing up. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And then to have people." At your past to respect you because you know a prophet or preacher are not honored in their own country. Jacksonville don't respect me like that. That's very few. Guess what? They remember when. Huh? People will remember when on you. But the scripture said it, and I know it to be true because it happened to me. Minister Shonday, it says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. What I've learned is just hold on to Jesus. Hold on to God's unchangeable hand. Keep running this race with patience. Ha! One day, everybody going to know. Woo! Everybody going to know that not only did Jesus rise, but he rose up in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful unto him. God bless you this morning, Brother Louis. I thank God for you. We're praying for you and Sherry over there. And uh, I ask God to bring you up a memorial of your good works and that he would reward you according to your good works. And I know God is able. He did it for Cornelius. I know of a surety he'll do it for you. You're faithful, faithful, faithful every morning. You would be here before 7, before 6.55, you would be here, but I open the chat basically most mornings 6.55 because I'm opening and promoting and doing other stuff for the show. But I thank God for you, Louis. 
Yeah. Thank you, your one-of-a-kind brother. <laughs> and God bless you today. Yeah, so grateful I met you. Yeah, so happy I met Louis. Yeah, and so I'm thankful. So, look, we're going to uh, one more request of the morning. And if anyone have anything you would like to say, feel free to press that number one and come in this morning and uh, share with us. Hallelujah. All right, we're going to this one. I believe this is working man. I'm a working woman. I get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost, work for the Son. I'm a working woman. Oh, yes, I am. I'm a special agent of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's go with this one. Hallelujah. 
All right, Sister Irene, good morning. God bless you. How are you? Yes, good morning. I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Are you, and how are you? You're blessed too. Yes, yes. Uh, 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 Caroline, my cousin, wants to thank you for the song. I just dropped her off home, and she listened, and she liked what she heard. And that yes, yes. God is, is working in her heart. Hallelujah. It's, Hallelujah. He, Thank you, Jesus. Yes, he, he is. I've, 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 I regular pray for her. And uh, tonight when we tuned in, it was good. It, it was good to hear. Um, uh, we, went to a, we went to a gospel concert. I took her to a gospel concert. But there weren't a lot of Christian people there. There were a lot of um, people who just liked going to concerts. And it was kind of sad in a way because they some amazing songs were sung like by choirs, and I felt like getting up and said, "Can't you hear this? Can't you rejoice?" Like some of them were still sitting there, so uh, yes, non-responses. And I think how good is it to belong to to God, to have God in your life? What a difference does it make? Like. Yeah. We've got life. They haven't got life. And it's it's just, I just want to thank Jesus for, and I thank God the Father for blessing, for all his blessings that he gives us every day. And it's true, you start the morning, you give God thanks. Like, it's, there's nothing better. Man. You can't start the day without that. But I know I can't. And I just... I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that the love of God and how good he is in our lives. And, uh, yeah, as you know, I'm not the greatest talker, but uh, I do love God. And then when we talk about God, I sometimes can't stop. I get a bit too enthusiastic, I think. A church, too. <laughs> I belong to a church where people... Um, don't like they don't put their hand up too quick, or uh, they bit frightened to say hallelujah. And I kind of, yeah, I'm a bit different, but it's catching. Like God is blessing me, and He's blessing others now too, because they they starting to speak up too. And it's good to give God praise. It gives. It's good to give God the glory. It's just good. Life is good with God. Amen. That's all I wanted to say. And thank you for the, for every morning, for Jesus in the morning. Like, uh, to start to start about is for me really at night. It's a bit hard sometimes because sometimes I almost fall asleep. Because it's from 9 o'clock at night till 12 for me. And yes. that, it's good to start the day in the morning like that. And it's good to have church every day. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really. I'm, Amen. I'm God bless you. Yes. Yes. God bless you, Sister Irene. Thank God for you. Coming at you right now, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning. Ooh. How are you, sir? Bless all the favor. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning to everybody listening. First of all, I want to give God thanks. For life, heaven, strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day. 
never seen before, thinking for who he is to me, what he's doing, and where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I just thank God mm-hmm. for my health and strength and just blessed to be here another day. And uh, I heard all those good testimonies and uh, rejoicing of what God is doing in people's life. And I had to weigh in on mine as well. So, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm down here in Florida, so I'm close, Miss Barbara. I might not be able to stop or swing through there, but I just was in the neighborhood. But I let to let you know, and uh, nevertheless, I just thank God, you know, just things that's going on in my life, you know, but I just was talking, having a conversation with God the other day, and, you know, I began to tell him, I say, Lord, I'm just trying to do what's right, and, you know, no matter what I go through, no matter, you know, the trials that I go through, I'm not giving up. You know, I'm not on uh, let go of what, you know, uh, what you called me to do. And, you know, just I try to focus. I say, you know, I have a lot of things I want to do, you know, just as a man. And, you know, my, and I was like, Lord, you know, my situation. And, then, you know, he spoke to me. I say, Lord, because I don't want to make the wrong decision. But, you know, I say, Lord, you know, I'm, you know, what I was standing in need of, man. You know, he. I heard a quiet whisper voice say, you know, no matter what you do, I'm with you. You know, whatever decisions you make, I'm with you. You just hold on, you know. So, you know, that blessed me. And, uh, you know, as I was listening to it, because I, I, I listening to the uh, testimonies, I think it was Wednesday. That, uh, where you when, uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday, and uh, they had a young man, and, you know, he was just up there. Uh, uh, it was a, a man up there, and then I think a woman came up there, and they were just saying, you know, how, you know, their relationship with God and just things that, you know, God had did in their life and draw them closer and, you know, the life, death, and experiences that, you know, those individuals had. And, you know, it just showed me, you know, how many times God being with me, how many times he's covered me, you know, through my traveling, even being on the road and just, you know, life itself, you know, so. You know who am I? You know, and so I I just thank God daily for what He's doing. You know, in me, you know, and in my life, and I thank Him for the His protection He placed around me. You know, I just thank God for, you know, the way He take me at. You know, and the people that I am introduced to, the people that's in my life. You know, I don't take it for granted. You know, and um, you know, the jobs that I I've had and the experiences that I had on jobs. I know it was a purpose. A plan. God has a purpose and a plan for all that, and in all that, He's trying to show me something, you know. And a lot of times, you know, we just gotta ask Him to show us what's the lesson out of that situation, what's the lesson that He wants us to learn, you know. And I'm learning that slowly but surely. So, you know, I, it's just a blessing, you know, to really kind of sit back and think on, you know, of the goodness of God and know, you know, what He's doing in our lives and knowing that He has us. And I just think about uh, Sister Shonda. Minister Shana, you know, and she gave her testimony about the job situation, and I mean, speaking right to me on that, you know, with that, and of course I prayed too, you know, when things happen, you know, that we can't control, but in the end, God got it all, so, you know, and the they just let me know to put it in God's hand, he got it, and I just keep striving to, to do my best, you know, and let him lead and guide me and direct my path, and, you know, trust him in all my situations that I go through, so, you know, it just blessed me, and, you know, even the day, the testimonies, uh, Sister Jerry as well, and uh, Sister Irene and everybody, uh, you know, it's just a blessing to hear y'all speak and, you know, uh, weigh in.
too on the conversation. I know a business barber too, you know, as well. So, you know, we I just thank God for fellowship, you know, that we could fellowship over the airways, you know, that's a blessing. We ain't got to be with each other but in reality we are, you know, with each other and, you know, we touch and agree on things and we pray for one another, you know. So, you know, it's a blessing and I just wanted to weigh in on that. Uh, Got to go in here and sign in for this load, but I wanted to say that this morning before the the show was over with, and just God bless everybody. Uh, you, Miss Barbara, Brother Lewis, Sister Sherry, God bless her, and just speak healing in her life and over her this morning, and everybody, Sister Jerry, Sister Irene, Sister Shana, Minister Shana, uh, Sister um, uh, uh, Shante, God bless you this morning, uh, Sister uh, Rita. Happy birthday. God bless you. Many more years to come. Glory be to God. And, you know, just thank you, Miss Barbara, and everybody out there listening. God bless y'all. And I just ask God to do a, a new thing in you with fresh oil, fresh wind, a fresh fire in y'all lives, you know, in your prayer life. Just take y'all to the next level in your prayer life. It's in a, a thirst and a hunger for us all in God's word and in our prayer life. Glory be to God. So I just thank that. Oh, God, for that, you know, and encourage y'all just continue to press no matter what it look like. Glory be to God, and y'all have a best and awesome day today, and God bless y'all, and y'all just continue to keep me in y'all prayers, and I keep y'all in mind as well, and y'all have a best and awesome day. Amen. Amen, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning, and you ain't called me. You ain't called me and tell me no good news, so. I don't know. I, I I I guess I should call you and check on you more often. But I hear good news. Yeah, I hear good news. Yes, sir. I hear good news. And that is a great thing. Uh, uh, Brother Anthony said, hey, Sister Irene. He said, thank you, Brother Anthony. I have to <laughs> Yeah. So I thank God what he's doing for you. And greater, greater, greater. Yeah, keep praying that prayer. Greater is coming. Yeah, your way. Mm-hmm. And so I thank God for it. Look, um, okay, uh, uh, look, I, I, I want to go with the menu this morning of uh, that uh, meal, that dinner. It's two different ones. You can get smothered turkey wings or fried chicken, green beans with white potatoes, uh, Yellow or white rice, cornbread, a drink, a slice of pound cake. That's the first meal. The second meal, because some people may say, I don't have $15. I only have $10. So we thought of those people, but they wanted to give something or they wanted, you know, something to eat. So you get two hot dogs. You get a bag of chips, you get a drink, and a brownie or a piece of pound cake. Yeah. So that that's both menus for Saturday and Sunday. And so, <clears throat> again, if you want to give somebody a meal because you don't live in the same city or state, that's the money sign. Cash now, seventeen twenty seven. 
The C in cash is the uppercase. And the N and now is the uppercase. So money sign cash and now 1727. And uh, I thank God for Minister Shonda and I thank God for Sister Andrea, Minister Andrea Spinner. We still in touch, y'all. We still in touch. Sister Dorothy Goodman. And um, I left the, the list in the kitchen, but there's a few more that has blessed this effort. Because you never know when you'll be in dire, uh, dire strength. You know, and you, you favor every morning at coming to Jesus in the morning. And, and this is what I used to teach my children. I know many see me as a mother because that, that's what's about me. <laughs> I'm somebody, mama, please believe me. But I used to tell them, look, if I take all I can, I never give nothing back. When I get ready for something else, it won't be anything there because I never put back. I kept taking out. Because we had to get food stamps and welfare. Eight biological children and myself. Nine of us. So they would be like, well, why do you got to go and volunteer? This one did it, and they get food stamps and welfare. They mama don't volunteer. She home every day. And when they get home from school, they mama home. I said, well, we're not like everybody else. And if you keep taking from the system, and not doing anything to put back into the system. When you get ready for something else you need it, it's not bad because you've taken all you could take and never put nothing back. And they would look at me like I was crazy. Oh, okay. I said, and don't share this with people because they'll think I'm picking on them. They will think I'm making fun of them because they don't volunteer. Yeah. I wasn't getting paid for what I was doing. Yeah, but I went to give a company who would have me a good day's work for a good day's pay. Um, eight hours, three times a week, sometimes four times a week if they needed me to come back the next day. Then that helped them with their taxes, which helped the country. Yeah. So... We live and learn. We live and learn. But we always want to give because God loves a cheerful giver. And if you got the heart to be a giver, you'll always find a way to give. This come to me, I said, I'm doing it. And I started on Facebook and I let it home for a while. I tried to survey to see who would. I didn't get no real play. Went on and put it out there after a while. People grabbed it. Yesterday, I just started sending out texts, messages, and certain people started responding. And yes, of course I will. But some people, they act like they were dumbfounded. And I say, well, at least the kind won't always preach. But they don't, they're not givers. You've been blessed through this ministry and you fumbling about giving $10 or $15, something wrong with that program, something wrong with that picture. 
Yeah, because you just want to receive and not give back. And then when you come back again, you want it to be there for you, but you did nothing to keep it there. Yeah. It, it, it's just a way. But if it belonged to God, he's going to make a way. I was having trouble with that $99 this month. But don't you see we on here wide open, three hours like we are, everything open, bought full. Why? It belonged to God. He was going to make a way. Where my clap at, Louis? Where my clap? <laughs> Where my clap when I need it? Y'all see, I love that clap already. So look, is there anyone else? We have time. Yeah, we got time. Is there anyone else have something they would like to say? See if we can press that number one and come in. All right, all right. We will pray out. And we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning. Testify Friday. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. I'm eating licorice because they said it's good for me. So I'm having some real licorice. Sister Irene sent me this all the way from Australia for Christmas. And so when I was looking at the healthy foods, and there's one chart that told me licorice, not the red stuff that we get here, but real licorice. And that's what I'm eating. Uh-huh. And I might have me some more later on. Drinking green tea. Yeah, I like lifting regular tea, but I've been drinking green tea. Yeah. Water is my main drink. No sodas, no coffees. Yeah. And so I thank God for this new way of eating. For thanks. So look, let's pray out. And we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning again, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for this particular broadcast. I thank you this morning for the testimonies. Thank you for those that talked of your wondrous works and made known your deeds among the people. Thank you this morning that, God, we believe that you're pleased because we love you today and we want our lives to reflect you. We want every step of our path to be led by you. We don't want to lean to our own understanding. Father, in all our ways, we want to acknowledge you and you direct our path. In the name of Jesus. Father, these are your people. You made them for your pleasure. I come for you this morning, bow down in humbleness. Hey, glory, glory. And ask this day, Lord, that you would bless these, your people, like never before. God, bless them in ways that you've never done it for them before. Bless them with uncommon favor and uncommon blessings, uncommon miracles, off the thought of them giving, God. I ask this morning that you would bless in a mighty way. Bless them financially like never before. Father, I ask this day that you would surprise them 
with uncommon finances in the name of Jesus. You know what each of them stand in the need of. You know the desires of their hearts. Move today for your people here in the name of Jesus. This faithful few, God, every call and every listener, those coming through the podcast and the archives, Father, even those that come for the very first time, bless in the name of Jesus. You didn't say we had to beg. Father, you said asking and it'll be given. We're asking you, seeking, we'll find. We, we seek in your ways that we find all the way that we need. Hallelujah, to reach you. Knocking the door will be open. We're knocking on your door. And Father, we believe it's wide open and we just step right into you. And whatever we need, you supply. Oh, we ask all of this this morning in the name of Jesus. Touch Caroline, God, and let her come back and let her come back and let her come back. And let her give a whole heart to you in the name of Jesus. Teach her your way, oh God. And Father, we ask this morning. Again, Lord, we know your ears are not deaf and your arms are not too short. Hey, glory, to reach down. But we ask this morning again, God, that you would touch, share, and heal. Let it be a miracle that she see 2020 out of both eyes again. In the name of Jesus, bless Louis, God, to take good care of us. The more, in the name of Jesus. Bless minister Shonda, God. Move in a mighty way. Strengthen her hand, God, when when it comes to speaking. Strengthen her hand in the things that she desires to do in the name of Jesus. Bless brother Anthony, God. Raise him up to be your man like never before. Let him be an example, not only for his son, but every young man that he run in contact with. In the name of Jesus. Bless Sister Jerry, God. Touch and heal her body. Lord, you're able this morning. Oh, we saw what you did for the blind man. We saw what you did for the lame man. We saw what you did for Lazarus. Called him forth from the dead. Bless her today, oh God. Work miracles in her life. In the name of Jesus. Touch her heart. Fix it, oh God. And regulate our mind. In Jesus' name. And Father, our last request. Bless our going out today and bless our coming in, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah. And give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessing of Almighty God upon you today, July the 27th, 2023. In Jesus' name, amen and hallelujah. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and uh, I just want to play us. We're going out with this one, and after this one, um, we won't be coming back this morning. Well, I won't be coming back. Um, let's play Avon Darling all night. Somebody wrote me and told me it was a grandmama favorite song. I said, yes, sir, grandmama new song. 
Oh, we gonna have church anyhow.
don't know all night long and would let go and witness great God Almighty. Later, Taylor Lewis. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you and Sherry over there. And I know he heard, but I know he heard me this morning. All right. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let me close the show out. 